I'm Mo, and this is just my perspective. Queen Elizabeth could drop dead tonight. Ain't no goddamn flowers coming. A shovel? Hurry up and bury this ugly bitch. And then they're gonna throw a cross and garlic on her so she won't get up. Oh, vampire-looking bitch. I don't like that bitch. You ain't supposed to touch the queen. I'll rub chicken grease all over that bitch. I'll snatch that bitch's purse. I don't like that bitch. Evil ass bitch. So, Queen Elizabeth II died last week. Happy day. That is all. R just roll the music. Ain't this a bitch? What? Oh, all right. I guess it's not that easy. The policy or practice of acquiring full or partial political control over another country, occupying it with settlers, and exploiting its resources. That is the definition of colonialism. And unfortunately, Britain, like a lot of other countries, have a major hand in this. Really, you go through the history of it, you find they wrote the book. My question is, what is this weird obsession that some people have with policing how someone else is supposed to feel about the death or eventual death of people who historically didn't mean them very good? So I was doing the foolish thing, the toxic thing, the terrible thing you do when you have free time, going across social media. So as I'm skimming through social media, I'm noticing that black Twitter and Irish Twitter are just tearing this old bitty up. And I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, that, that makes sense. The thing that I'm also noticing are a lot of people are trying to somehow pretend that Britain as a whole, and by extension Queen Elizabeth, didn't have some connection to a lot of terrible, terrible things. Now, if you take away how she was almost 100 years old and, you know, all the nice little photo ops with so many different presidents and things like that, you'll see that she's also a symbol for colonialism, British colonialism, the the bloody and terrible history that is a part of the history of that place. I mean, look, if you ask a Australian person or an Irish person or a uh, African person, depending on the tribe you ask, insert whatever tribe you're thinking of, how they feel about Britain, you could get varying degrees of responses. Like, for instance, fun fact, she served for 70 years and almost 300 days. One of the longest running monarchs that they've ever had. But still, in that span of time, and at that point in history, that was seen as something that was special. Nowadays, that's not very special. That's just someone latching on to power that they really shouldn't even have. Now, mind you, she basically was still just a figurehead for you know, for Britain and for London as a whole. You know, she's a figurehead. They have an allowance. A royal family gets an allowance from the country on a year-to-year -year basis. She was mostly a figurehead. 
uh, her full extent of any powers and things were really much done away with with whole you know parliament and everything else but at the same time it's still a major thing because historically speaking this is a major event but this is also a major event for a lot of other reasons it marks the death of one symbol of oppression to so many people come on now the death of Queen Elizabeth has also led to new calls for Britain to make amends for colonial-era crimes. Carnegie Mellon professor Uju Anya made headlines Thursday for her sharp criticism of the Queen. The Nigerian-born professor wrote, quote, "'If anyone expects me to express anything but disdain for the monarch who supervised a government that sponsored the genocide that massacred and displaced half my family, and the consequences of which those alive today are still trying to overcome, you can keep wishing upon a star.'" An estimate that 3.1 million African slaves were transported by British ships, okay, to work plantations in Colombia and in Northern America. So we're going to just ignore that as a historic fact because this almost 100-year-old woman is dead. The thing that I noticed as I was going across social media is there's a lot of policing going on with how these different people, black and otherwise, people who are uh, black as far as Caribbean or Nigerian or some other area, and even those who are not but still were under the thumb of Britain. There's, the Irish have been the most vocal. And, you know, I'm just wondering, where is this coming from? There were major, major events in the United States when Fidel Castro died. There were major, major things that were being done with the death of Muammar Gaddafi. Why do we somehow give this woman a pass? Or why do we allow people to suggest that she should get a pass or suggest that her death and her age mean something? I mean, come on now. Much of Britain's early power was built upon this horrifying industry, with cities like Liverpool, Glasgow and Bristol growing exponentially on the back of slavery. Just an estimate of slaves that survived was 3.1 million. The estimate of slaves that didn't were 1 in 7. That's roughly between 400,000 to 500,000 slaves who died in horrible and terrible conditions. Okay? Until eventually the whole practice was abolished in 1807, which I might add was way before the United States, in spite of some of the people who might lie about that, but that's another conversation. But at the same time, there's many other people who should have a gripe or complaint. Forty-five trillion is the number that was estimated that Britain made off of India. I didn't say million, I didn't say billion. Forty-five trillion dollars. Not to mention the things that took place in Australia, Africa, China, just to name a few. Now, this does not mean that Queen Elizabeth II was, you know, responsible doesn't mean that she had a hand in this directly because, again, she was only 96. A lot of these things happened before she was born. Right. But it does not mean that her family, the monarchy, did not profit from it. It does not mean that this somehow makes it lesser than she had her hand in these things. To this day, the Conor, and I apologize if I butchered the name, that is the crown jewel that sits in the crown that is always on display near in Buckingham Palace. 
that was taken from India. To the best of my knowledge, the Britain has made no effort to try to return this under any circumstances. As far as I know, that could change in the next few years. It's possible. But the point I'm getting at is that this weird amount of policing that's going on for people to vent their frustration and their disgust at the idea towards this family and all that they stand for is warranted. Within reason, of course, she's dead and you should be respectful of that. And again, you know, you know, wishing death or taking pleasure in the death of someone else is not a good thing. But still, that doesn't negate the fact that, again, this person is both a major historical figure, but also a symbol of the oppression of countless countries, countless places, and countless people. Just... Just just so you know, there are major, major buckets of blood sitting on the hands and sitting on the feet of Britain. You think that somewhere in between that, just possibly, we could acknowledge that as well as acknowledge that this woman is, is gone. Two things can be true at the same time. Let me basically break it down like this this woman is a major major historical figure at this point but she's also a major historical figure for horrible reasons as well as good reasons and sure India going to some of these places uh, as being one of the many places where Britain going in there might have brought some things to it as a positive sure but the amount of bloodshed and pain that the people, the native people, between the Indian people, the Aborigine people in Australia, and so many others had to suffer through in order to get to these, you know, positive things, isn't negated by the fact that those things still happened. It's like if you stub your toe and then you happen to fall to the floor, are you going to blame the floor you landed on? Or are you going to blame your toe for hitting the thing you hit with your toe? All this stuff still happened, but who's to blame? So no, as a wise man once said, in the immortal words of Ice Cube, I'm not going to pop no champagne, but I ain't going to shed no tear. It is what it is. Evil ass bitch. But of course, this is just my perspective. What's yours?